Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, we did it. We made it to a Friday. It's hour one. It's a meet Friday. It's awards day Friday as well. Traegers are all fired up. So are we. Voting is still open. Nearly 70,000 votes in total. And the leader in every category is leading by at least 1,000 votes at this moment. Polls will close at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Did you get Steve Kornacki in to see yes, how we're I, trending? Yes. yes. But uh, you can still vote. We have banners. The Big German went out and got banners. The in-season tournament, just like the Lakers, that's what we're having. We will have banner day today. So least valuable, most valuable Least improved, most improved, and I will also, with the help of the Danettes, bestow the honor of uh, most valuable BRG, the backroom guy. That will happen. All of that is coming up today. Now, it's also Meat Friday, and in case you're wondering, chimichurra smoked ribeyes, grilled lobster tail, stuffed clams, salt-crusted loaded baked potatoes. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Our stat of the day brought to you, as always, by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. This first hour brought to you by the folks who want you to slider Sunday, Kings Hawaiian. Well, you can do it any day if you'd like, but they want you to have that get-together on Sunday and make every Sunday a slider Sunday. Operator Tyler standing by, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP show. Rams handle the Saints, and they're now 8-7. and seven. When the season started, if I said, you know, the Rams are going to be a team you don't want to face if they make the playoffs. It feels like there's more teams that might have a chance to win the Super Bowl than at the beginning of the year. Because at the beginning of the year, we probably went Kansas City, Buffalo, 49ers, Eagles. And then you might have said, well, maybe the Cowboys. Maybe you would have thrown in somebody out of the AFC North. But for the most part, you know, maybe there was five, six teams that could win the Super Bowl. Now it feels like there's a few more in there. Like, okay, if they get hot, that's uh, not a foregone conclusion in the AFC. Somebody is going to be dipping down. Maybe Kansas City's, you know, Patrick Mahomes plays his first road playoff game in his career. Now all of a sudden it feels a little more open. 
And maybe we do have a few more teams that can get to the Super Bowl. Maybe not win. All right, Seaton, what's the poll question? We have many options. Okay. Do you want Paul's or Todd's first? Mm. Let me go to Todd first. The T.O. Dub, he sent in, uh, let's see, if the Dodgers don't win the World Series next year or in 2025. Okay. Your options are be patient, more rings are coming. It'll be disappointing. That would be humiliating. Well, the uh, Dodgers landed another Japanese pitcher. He doesn't hit, at least I don't think. Yoshinobu Yamamoto, they got him for uh, $325 million. And uh, it's not deferred. But uh, he's like 5'10", 175 pounds. He might be built a little bit more like Pedro Martinez. And, uh, you know, great fastball, breaking ball. He's got three pitches that are pretty elite. But there were probably six teams that were involved, and it was going to go over $300 million and uh, gets a $50 million signing bonus. Also, the team that he came from in Japan, they get, I think, $50 million as well. Whew. That's a lot of money. So you got a guy who is 25 who's never pitched in the major leagues, and then another guy who is going to be coming off his second Tommy John surgery. And you got a, over a billion dollars wrapped up in those two players. What could go wrong? Yes, Seaton. I have another poll question off of that, which would be, how long does Dave Roberts have to figure this out? No pressure. Uh, <laughs> does he have till the All-Star break? <laughs> does he have this season, or does he have more than just this season? This season meaning he has to win the World Series. Wow. I I don't know, you know, if management would have that pull the trigger like that, but it I would say he's he's on the clock for this year. Like I, you have now it's not get to the World Series, now it's win World Series. You know, the Braves famously won only one and they had one of the greatest pitching staffs in baseball history and some really good hitters as well. This is a 10-year stretch where you probably have to be in the World Series five of those ten years, right? You got Freeman, you got Betts, you got all of this money wrapped up in these two pitchers here. Uh, you know, Kershaw, I don't know how much longer he's going to play, but, man, it's, it's not World Series. It's World Series victory or bust, it feels like. Yeah, Marvin. And I also feel like they need to be like the 27 Yankees. <laughs> you better have like 115, 116 wins and then dominate well, no, in the postseason no, also. No, I just need you to win the World Series. So wild card I in the World Series. I don't care. We saw the Seattle Mariners, but they won 116 games. They didn't win the World Series. I don't care how many. It's going to come down to this. It'll come down to, you know, seven-game series. And then you're going to have to you're going to have to avoid that team that might have a pitcher or two that dominates your lineup, and then put you on your heels, put you on the brink. You know, that that's what you got to be aware of here. That's all this comes down to. It's like the regular season. As long as everybody stays healthy, great. You know, it'll be a ceremony. Hey, how about those Dodgers? They won again, ten to one. Okay, everybody's going to say the same thing. Well, let's wait till the postseason. Let's see how these players do in the postseason. I think that's going to be, that's what it comes down to. Hey, they're paying you all that money. Now you got to win. And there's going to be a situation in the postseason where those two players have to do something, like big. 
Like, shut down the opposing team. And you know, I mean, look at the Giants this year. They were pedestrian during the regular season. Then all of a sudden, they got hot, they figured it out, and then they went to the World Series. The Rangers, we thought the Rangers were going to be good, and then they turned out to be really good when they needed to be. Yes, Eaton. But this, the timing of all this, right? I'm not saying that it would work out this way, but even if the Dodgers win the World Series the next three years, okay. right, three in a row, all right. by the year 2042, do you think anybody's going to be like, yeah, but in 2024, we won. Remember 2026? That was awesome. It doesn't work for the Yankees. The Yankees are like, they haven't been in a World Series in 12 years. It, it doesn't, the, the, the wins don't carry that long when you're invested well over a billion dollars. In two players. In two players. Yeah. Right. That's but, not including, you know, Mookie Betts and whoever else they're going to kick that can down the road. Well, it's like the Rams won the Super Bowl. They went all in, and it felt like the Rams fans go, okay, all right, we went all in. They said, look, you know, we, we don't have draft picks. And a year, you know, a year removed from that season, now here they are at 8-7. and seven. But the Rams went all in. As far as we know, though, they don't know Matthew Stafford $40 million no, in 2037. Don't. No. But they did give away their draft picks. And, and I think that that was what, you know, there's a cap in football which makes everybody competitive. But I, you're right. In, in 2038, I wonder if Dodger fans are going to be going, why did we sign those two pitchers? In 2043, they're going to be like, all right, it's the last deal. Worth it. The last year of it. It was worth it, though, huh? Remember 2027? Yeah. That was awesome. But if the Angels had won one World Series, you know, maybe during that run, we might have said, well, it, it was worth it to get Albert Pujols. Like, you had to get one at least in that span, and they didn't get that. And then you had Shohei and then Mike Trout. They got nothing out of that. But you're right. With the Dodgers and that payroll for this amount of time, the expectation. Can you think of a team that has greater expectations than the Dodgers do? They're already a great team. But can you imagine where you go into – well, maybe the Miami Heat did when LeBron went there and won a title. Um, Kevin Durant going to Golden State, like you got to win. But can you remember a baseball team that went into the season and you go, oh, they got to win? I mean, maybe we put that pressure on the Yankees, but they did win with that group. But this is, this is as much pressure as you could possibly have. Starting with Dave Roberts, the manager. And... This is international pressure, too. The faces of baseball here with Japan and the coverage you're going. I mean, it'll be truly a World Series if they go into the World Series with those two players. But, um, you know, I, I know that a lot of uh, your get-off-my-lawn guys are saying this is ruining baseball. Well, there's no cap. I mean, you're going to spend at free marketplace. Yankees did this for years, and everybody called them the evil empire. And then the Red Sox did it, and then all of a sudden the Yankees weren't the evil empire. You know, the Cubs went all in. Now the Dodgers are going all in. Yes, Eaton. Yeah, that is a funny part of it. When the Yankees were doing it, it was ruining baseball. And then when everyone else started doing it, it was like, what, what, we can't too? <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess you can. All right. So uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, $325 million. Okay. I just saw uh, highlights of him, and it felt like every breaking ball he threw was not fair. 
And he throws 99 miles an hour. I'm always amazed when you see certain pitchers and you go, how is that guy able to throw it? Like like Pedro Martinez, to me, might be as gifted as any pitcher who's ever pitched because you looked at him and you go, he can't throw that ball by me. And then his breaking ball, I mean, he, he threw inside. I mean, all of those things. He was a wonderful, wonderful pitcher, obviously. But there's certain guys where you go, you know, Randy Johnson, you go, well, of course he can throw 99 miles an hour. But then there are other guys where you go, man, that guy throws really hard. This guy, he gives that appearance of, I'm not trying to throw it hard. There are guys who wind up and, you know, they're bringing it, and they look like they're working really hard to throw it hard. But there are certain pitchers that are just effortless, and he might fall into that category. So uh, get to know Yoshinobu Yamamoto, now batting. All right. Uh, what's the other poll question there, Seton? Uh, was that a Pauly special that you had? Uh, that was a Fritzy special, okay. I believe. All right. Followed by a me special. Uh, let's see. Pauly's got uh, the L.A. Rams are uh, interesting, threatening, entertaining. The- I might say boring. Boring? Yeah. I like watching the Rams. I do. Puka Nakua? Yeah, Puka Nakua is fun. He is. That is fun, yeah. Kyron Williams? It might be recency bias. I found last night's game to be pretty boring. Ooh, you're pooking the bear there. <laughs> well, the Saints, you know, this says more about the Saints. I watch the Saints. And Why I, are they bad? I don't know. Why are the Saints bad? I, I don't know if they're bad. They're just not good. And then you're going, okay, they're staging a comeback here, and Derek Carr threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. But they, they didn't do anything in the beginning part of the game, th- three quarters there. And you keep saying, all right, they have good, they have name players. But I don't get it because that's a division that you can win. And well, somebody's going to, somebody has to win that division. But I'm watching the Saints and I'm going, what is it? Like, I can't put all of it on Derek Carr. Some of it, I, do I put it on Dennis Allen, their coach? I mean, Alvin Kamara, Chris Olave, Cam Jordan. Remember when Michael Thomas was a big deal? That might be the issue. Yeah, well, it seemed to start there where it felt like he's not playing and his ankle and he's not going to play. He'd get 120 catches. And you watch, and that's a great home field advantage that you have in New Orleans. And so, but the Rams, I think, are, I think they're dangerous, interesting. What was the other one? I think it's all the above there with the Rams, Seton. Yeah, they could be. We had interesting, threatening entertaining okay i guess i'd have to know the definition our definition of threatening is it threatening you don't want to play them now during the regular season is it threatening you know can they win the nfc are they that threatening yes todd i think threatening is if they were to get into the playoffs a team that's more that's heavily favored against them should be nervous that they're going to get bounced out early by this team here is, uh, thank you, Todd, that clears that up. Sean McVay, the Rams head coach on the Rams. You know, we've been really in playoff mode and our mindset in regards to since the bye, uh, based on being where we were at after the first nine games, but we'll enjoy this one. And then we got to figure out, you know, how to put together a complete performance against the Giants who you guys have seen, they've done a lot of really good things over this last month. <laughs> okay. All right, Sean, come on. You know, it's the holiday season, and Sean was trying to be nice there. <laughs> you know, this Tommy DeVito, he's, you got to work. You got to be careful, the passing paisano. 
Okay. All right. Uh, oh, uh, Shohei Otani was introduced to Los Angeles, even though he's been in the Los Angeles area for seven years. <laughs> it's like, and ladies and gentlemen, Joey gave him a jersey, put him up on the Jumbotron. Here's Matthew Stafford talking about uh, seeing Shohei Otani. Were you aware uh, Shohei Otani was in attendance tonight watching you guys? I, I saw him in the locker room after the game. I saw him actually uh, pregame down on the sideline. Big dude. And, uh, you know, impressive guy. Obviously, I'm a baseball fan, you know, and, and really uh, really an impressive guy, impressive player, and, and uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, this was the official welcoming of Shohei Otani. <laughs> He's been in Los Angeles area since 2018. That is kind of weird you that know, it was like a welcome to L.A. Yeah. moment <laughs> last night. <laughs> this is your official welcome to L.A. None of that, you know, Orange County stuff. That's so funny. That doesn't count. They can call themselves the L.A. Angels. We're the L.A. Dodgers. Yes, Marv. Is that like local L.A. when they say, oh, where are you from, L.A.? Relax, relax. <laughs> He's from Anaheim. That's like if somebody says they're from Chicago, but they're 20 minutes outside or 30 minutes yeah. outside where, of the city. Where are you from? Los Angeles. Yeah, what part? Long Beach. No, oh. no. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Huntington oh, Beach. So, O.C. Yeah. Ooh, O.C. All right, we'll uh, settle on our poll question. Once again, it's a meet Friday. It's a big day. We're handing out awards. There's going to be some tears of joy and tears of sorrow later on when we have that. We're uh, voting for the most valuable valuable backroom guy as well. Phone calls always accepted. Uh, Tyler standing by. Uh, We'll take a break. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. 
Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. By the way, coming up this weekend on Christmas Eve at 8 o'clock on Fox, it's The Simpsons, and I'm, uh, I'm in that episode. I play the uh, announcer in a rock-skipping contest with Homer Simpson, so I want to thank uh, The Simpsons for allowing me to be part of it and... Uh, the guy that I co-wrote the football book with, Joel Cohen, one of the writers on The Simpsons, and uh, wrote me into the episode. Had a lot of fun doing that. All right, uh, let's bring in Chase Daniel, former NFL quarterback and host of The Chase Daniel Show on YouTube channel. You always learn something. He always makes us smarter when we talk to him. Uh, thanks for joining us, Chase. Explain to me how rookie receivers are having this kind of impact, like Puka Nakua, you know, Cooper Cup, like those guys are out of nowhere. Then you had OBJ when he came in. You have Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Uh, like, is this going to be normal or is this an aberration in your mind? This is definitely not normal, especially with Puka. And you look at Puka and you look at Cooper and what's the one person holding them together? Matthew Stafford. And Matthew Stafford is absolutely balling, right? Like yeah. they brought in Puka and when cup was hurt at the beginning of the year they said hey just go be cooper cup like doesn't seem that hard to do when you're in that offense but it's extremely hard the dude's got more 150 yard scrimmage games than anyone ever in the national football league including you know randy moss jamar chase all these guys and it's pretty impressive for me to to like what puka's been able to do because he doesn't look very fast he's a strong son of a buck he's 220 pounds he, they give him like jet sweeps. The guy like last night hit him and just fell off of him and on the game winning like jet sweep. Like it's, he's made different. And so you just really never know what you're getting when you're drafting a, a rookie receiver. Like, like look at Quentin Johnson and the Chargers. Like hasn't really lived up to the hype of the first round pick. And, you know, they got Puka in the fifth round. And quite honestly, he's, he's, really close in my opinion to to winning rookie of the year between it's between him and cj stroud right it's probably a quarterback award yeah. probably going to go to cj stroud but it needs to be talked about on what puka's doing and then you look at just matthew stafford like when you have a guy like that and 
you're able to go in and you're able to have Puka learn under Matthew, which Matthew's been, you know, on on like uh, everywhere. Like my my year, 15 years in the league, and probably playing some of his best ball. So you put that and you put Kyron Williams with the Rams offense, like the the coaching job that that um you know Sean McVay's done this year has been pretty impressive too. But I know that they just sort of became dangerous now because they're eight and seven. Uh, you know, if they get into the playoffs. So let's look at the Rams, you know, bigger picture here. Are they are they going to make the playoffs? And if they do, how dangerous can they be? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I tweeted that last night. I said two teams that aren't in the playoffs right now, this is before the game, that are going to be really dangerous is the Bills, <laughs> which they don't even control their own destiny, which is wild to me. Yeah. Like if the Rams win out, I think they're going to get in. But they're probably the only team that can contend with the 49ers, in my opinion, um, in the playoffs. Like, they're just built that way. You love Sean McVay. But, yeah, it's it's probably one of Sean McVay's most impressive coaching jobs. And everyone's like, well, he's 8-7. and seven. Yeah, but do you remember that whole narrative at the beginning of the year, how young they were at receiver yeah. and Matthew? And no Matthew's draft wife picks. Came out, no draft picks. And Matthew's wife came out and was like, yeah, oh, he has a hard time, like, understanding the young guys. Well, it's working right now. Like he, they came off by, they're five and one. Like that seems so long ago to me, and it's just impressive. Like, like you, you know, obviously everyone knows the stats, but with Kyron Williams, they're f- averaging fourteen point seven points per game without Kyron Williams. With Kyron Williams, twenty eight points a game. So, like that fact that they're running the ball. I mean, I saw a stat last night, Dan, that they pre-snapped, motioned, or shift on ninety percent of the snaps in the uh, game last night, which would be the third highest rate in NFL history. 90% your motion, your shifting, your, your, that's sort of how we blitz the defense. And the fact that all these young guys have sort of worked up to this point and Sean McVay's trusted them, like these guys got to be smart to run that offense. That's with Puka too. Like there's so many little option routes. There's so many different routes that he has three to four options to do. And they're all on the same page. They're clicking right now. Their defense is playing well. But honestly, like that offense is is the one that is, has them rolling. Okay, what concerns you about the 49ers? Nothing. <laughs> like, if I'm being honest, like I break them down every week because I'm a but huge But see, that, that, that makes me nervous. That yeah. that there's no flaws, like so they're going to the well, Super Bowl. If I said you can have the Niners of the field in the NFC, yeah, it, and I was and I was a big Niners fan even when they were going through that three game losing streak because I likened it to the Rams when they went with Matthew Stafford when they had that little mid season collapse and then all of a sudden it made them stronger and they ended up pushing through and going through. Um, look, I mean on offense they they just they don't really have like they don't have a weakness, man. Like I I've it's really hard. Like the only team, and I say this about a few teams, the only team that can beat the 49ers are the 49ers. Like penalties, um, illegal formation penalties, like stuff like that. Like their defense was struggling a little bit. They finally, it seems like they've sort of shrunk their menu on defense. And so they're playing a lot faster. They're not doing a whole bunch of this other coverages and stuff like they were doing before Dallas when Dallas came in and and whooped up. Like all that stuff is sort of out the window. And they're just, they're just tackling well, man. They're, they're, uh, they're really impressive. It's it's hard to find a weakness for those guys. But I'm wondering, is the team MVP the same as yeah. the league MVP? If I said, who no. is the MVP of the Niners? Yeah. Of the Niners at CMC, it's not even close. But as you know, Dan, it's a quarterback award for the NFL. So Brock Purdy 
is far and away like numbers wise he's won in every single category but like cmc 20 plus touchdowns like does cmc in like deserve the credit yeah but uh, like when was the last running back to win the mvp was it ladanian tomlinson or who uh, was it? adrian peterson eight eight ap yeah. yeah so it's just like it's built this league's built on quarterback play and the fact that mystery relevant is playing like an MVP, like that's that's a story in it of its own self. But so it, I love Brock. I think Brock's doing really good. But right it now. feels like with Brock Purdy, if he was a first round draft pick, no one would have a problem with him being an MVP. It was he's Mr. Irrelevant. It feels like this is kind of a novelty. It's a cute little story. He wins because he's surrounded by talent, uh, which isn't fair to him. And no. and then now you have Tua saying, "Hey, I'm keeping receipts because people don't think that I can. I'm not a good quarterback without." Tyreek Hill and Mostert and Jalen yeah. Waddle. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, like when you rock, when you were like break down Brock, though, uh, some some people and the narrative sometimes with people that actually don't know what they're talking about and just want to throw stuff out. Oh, this guy's a dink and dunk quarterback. Okay, Dan, I get so angry about that because okay, they are thirty second in the NFL in passing attempts. They are second in passing yardage. The dude, all he does is throw the ball down the field. And yeah, okay, okay, you're going to get a couple of these screens to Debo or CMC that go for 60 and it'll pad your stats. Sure, you still got to make the right decision. That's a very intricate offense for, for a quarterback to run. And he's constantly like all these layered throws, like over linebackers, between safeties and linebackers. They're difficult to do. All these throws are 15 to 20 yards down the field. I saw a back shoulder throw. That he that he had the Debo uh, last week against Arizona to the field opposite hash perfect throw thirty five yards on a dot people are like well he doesn't have the arm strength what do you what what else do you want him to do <laughs> that's that's to me is like drives me crazy because the dude is having an absolutely unbelievable season and deserves all the credit in the world for it he's Chase Daniel former NFL quarterback and uh, you can watch him on the Chase Daniel show on YouTube channel which I did and you were talking about Dak Prescott and his performance against the Buffalo Bills. Let me make this a little bit broader with the Dallas Cowboys, who have Miami coming up this weekend. Were you more concerned with that defense and what it was unable to do against Buffalo, or the offense that was unable to do anything against that defense? Both. Both. And I'll give you a reason why, is because I think that people have found, because if you go back to week two or three when Dallas played Arizona, Arizona ran the piss out of the ball, like 180 yards rushing, beat them there. And then they go and do the same thing Buffalo does. And that's really just Joe Brady on the offensive coordinator, the new offensive coordinator for the Bills, like completely switching up what the Bills want to be on offense. Like they are power football now. They're making Josh Allen not make the big mistake. You can still play hero ball. But that was, those Cowboys, they haven't, they haven't stopped the run. And that's sort of their biggest problem for me on the defensive side of the ball but when you go to the offense side of the ball i've tried for three weeks now to understand and to break down why the cowboys are averaging 40 points at home and they're seven and oh and why they're averaging 25 points a game 24 points a game on the road and are three and four and i can't for the life of me i can't understand it it looks like their offense is completely different and everyone wants to talk about all oh, the noise and there's less mo Okay, no, no, you still have to go out and execute. So I'm a little bit worried about that. They go on the road again this week in Miami. It's a must win for Dallas. Like, if Dallas wants any chance 
at potentially potentially getting a one seed, which I don't think they can because I think San Francisco is going to win out. Like they got to they got to have this game, but it's a huge game for Miami too. Yeah. I just don't know if Miami's beat anyone that I trust. Obviously, that loss a couple weeks ago to Tennessee was really telling. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game. Like I just I want to see Dak and the boys go out and hang forty on on uh, Vic Fangio and and the Dolphins, which I don't I don't know if they're gonna end up doing. But it's almost like a get right game, even though you're playing a ten and fourteen. If that makes sense, you'll know this language. I was told by a former quarterback, and I was saying, you know, what's Buffalo doing with Dallas in real time? And he was talking about two high safeties, and 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 yeah. so Dak wasn't getting any. I mean, he was completing passes, decent percentage, but no yards downfield so uh, can you translate that to uh, me and the audience yeah that's sean mcdermott's favorite thing to do and he's done it his his entire career is he plays two high safeties and they play this quarters look so you could possibly get seven to eight guys in the box uh with those quarters safeties who are playing at like eight to ten yards which is wild like if you look at dallas they they had a play action shot to cooks second play of the game versus quarter safeties he missed it like the game might be a lot different okay so they're not only are they getting, you know, seven, eight into coverage when passing downs are happening, but they're getting eight in the box when running downs are happening. So it's the best of both worlds. Dallas had, I didn't love Dallas's plan because they were like big block them up shots, two man routes versus two high safeties. It's just not very good. And they're manning these guys up underneath. Um, it's, it's an impressive job. I mean, you look at Buffalo in every category, they're top six in the NFL in defense. No one talks about it, especially with all the injuries they've I had know. up front. Yeah. AJ Espinosa was out. Micah Hyde was out. All these guys have been out. And for, for them to sort of flip the switch on who they are as a team in Buffalo, when you go from a switch at Dorsey to Brady at offensive coordinator, they, they were throwing the ball a lot. Now they're running the ball like a ton. They're keep it, they're playing keep away. They're playing good defense. Their defense didn't play in as many snaps because they're playing keep away on offense. It's really complimentary football right now in, in Buffalo. Feels like people are maybe easing off the Lions bandwagon. Why is that? Yeah. I mean, are you still on the Lions bandwagon? Okay. Not me. Yeah. I mean, I love I love what Goff was able to do, especially last game against Denver, five touchdown passes. And it just it if you play them at night, like they're a hard out. They're four or five and oh. It's like the Lions after dark is what Jared Goff said. I thought that was so funny. Um, and it's just an interesting thing. It's really their defense that's been letting them down. Offensively, they've been scoring a lot of Uh, of points really the whole year and if you look at the first really eight games of the year on defense they were really good under Aaron Glenn and lately they've been trying to play a little bit more man coverage and they've been getting exposed and so not only that but then teams are running the ball a lot more against the Detroit Lions limiting the possessions that Jared Goff has on offense in those four game stretch there was a four-game stretch where I think they went two and two. Goff had nine turnovers, right? So no turnovers last game. The previous four, he had nine. So just a lot less possessions on offense. So I think if they can handle the football, uh, sure up that run defense, and I think they're going to – I mean, look, they're going for an NFC North title for the first time in 30 years. Like, how are you off the bandwagon? It's the Detroit Lions. They haven't been good in forever. I'm excited about it. Okay, before I let you go, Let's say I go to a holiday party. I don't want to sound like I know what quarterbacks know. Like something that, some quarterback jargon that I could be talking about where people go, damn, all right, he's not just a talking hairdo. Like, so when you're talking to, you know, Drew Brees, like, can you give me something where I could just be bringing this up in a casual way and then, you know, guys in the neighborhood are going to go, all right, all right, he knows what he's talking about. 
Well, first of all, I, I love the sweater. So you wear that sweater, you're going to look like you know what you're talking about with quarterbacking. <laughs> okay, so that's the first and foremost. But I think in in uh, in quarterback talk, we talk uh, like talk about cadences, like hey, going one, going two, going three. So like all these cadences, I think it's funny, and a lot of teams are using it. If you listen, it's like okay, on first sound, it's Sunday. It's, you use days of the week. On Monday, you go on one, so it's ready, blue eighty, blue eighty, not. Tuesday, it's two. Wednesday, it's three. So say, yeah, did you see Jared Goff, man? He's going on Tuesday out there. You're wearing that sweater, man. You're making, you're, okay. you're good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. So, so the, if it's on Sunday, it's like, said hut. It's just like the first sound. So, said hut. And hut. Monday oh. is ready. Blue 80, blue 80, said hut. It's like on one. Okay. And then Tuesday's two. Wednesday's three. So, give me a, just, give me a drop Wednesday. That. Give me a Wednesday here. Ready. Blue 80, blue said hut. Ready, blue eighty, blaze it hot. Ready, blue eighty, blaze it hot, hot, hot. Snap. <laughs> Peyton Manning was the best at that, man. I thought Dan Marino was. He's hey, hey, that that's that's a blast from the past. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know if they were mic'd up when Dan Marino. You didn't was need to, to be. You didn't need to be. <laughs> yeah. You could, you could hear him because he would be like, he'd just go up there and go, hot, hot. And I'm yes, like, yes. Like, I don't even know what that's on. If you're a lineman or something, and you're like, okay, is it on three? Is it two? Is but he would well, go, da, and, that, da, da, da. and that's what Dak's doing now. Here you go. I've never heard of that in my life. But it's like here we it's go. The here we go. Most viral thing. Yeah. Good stuff. So all these all these quarterbacks are different, man. All right. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Chase Daniel. You can see his show on YouTube channel, the Chase Daniel Show. And uh, hey, thank you again. Uh, all your yeah. help this year, and uh, we'll talk to you in the new year. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, bud. Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks. That's uh, Chase Daniel. Always interesting, always good stuff. You know, it takes the time to look at the All-22, and when you get the All-22, I mean, that's when you really break down game footage there. You can look at highlights, but when these guys look at the All-22, the coaches, you know, vantage point, you know, that's where you're able to go, oh, okay, I can see that, they're doing this. You don't get that when you're watching a highlight. Yeah, Paul? Is that type of video available to the fan at home, like on NFL.com or NFL Network or anything? I'm not aware of that. I wonder if you could pay a fee to see what the the players watch two days later. Well, if um, the NFL could monetize that, then uh, you know, I, I, you would think they would be in the business of that. Why don't we take a break, check on that, see if it, it's available. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton, including 
include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. The way the voting is in from chat row, most valuable caller. The MVC. James in Virginia. Congratulations. All right, right, James. Emeritus. Yes. He's one of the great ones. Yes, Eaton. I just wanted to give an honorable mention to the return of Chris in Syracuse. Yeah, Chris in Syracuse. That should not go unnoticed. Yeah. Uh, Shea and Irving uh, could be up there, but now he's part of the Gambling Podcast. He is still uh, one of our favorite callers as well. Uh, Buddha. Buddha's been great as well. Yes, Marv. Is this our first... Black MVC? Uh, well, James isn't black. No, mm-mm. I'm still not believing it. <laughs> How does he celebrate Marv tonight? Come on now. Going to the club. <laughs> yeah. Or the club, depending. Duck club. He may be going to the club. <laughs> the country club. Right. <laughs> We're James, going to the club. James in Virginia. Congratulations, the most valuable caller. Um, and I was emotional. You know, it was, uh, I'm tired. The awards, the highs, the lows. Fritzy got hit in the head with the uh, banner that uh, released Valuable Dana. People don't believe that's not planned. That's that's literally what Todd did. That, Didn't even think about that. No one asked him, like, Nobody. hey, man, can you do something really stupid here? The like, little he pink, thing, the pink thing fell off in my hand that you're supposed to pull on it. ripped off. Fritzy climbing a ladder, it looks like when a child walks for the first time yeah. and they're not really sure of themselves. It started wiggling a little bit, and I thought someone was going to hold I, it in place. I didn't want Fritzy to fall. And then Paulie goes, oh, that's poor producing. And then I go, well, you're right. All right, Todd, go up there. And the holidays <laughs> in a cast. That's not fun. Well, it's good TV, uh, though. Yeah, good content. What is the lead story on Monday? Todd, what's the lead story on Monday? I'm going with AFC Feast, Bills, then Dolphins, Dine on Dak in Dallas. Okay. AFC Feast. All right, thank you. Seton O'Connor. 
Actually, changing things up, it's not going to be uh, NFL related at all. Okay. It's going to be the Lakers slide continuing. Oh my. <laughs> Trouble in paradise? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Trouble in Hollywood. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Marvin, what's the lead story Monday? Dak takes his talents to South Beach. Ooh. All right. right. Okay. All right. Did you win an award? Most improved. Most improved. Yeah. Two years in a row. Does that mean you weren't good last year? Yeah, but that's like being the comeback player of the year two years in a row. Like you, I told you, I'm taking it. All right. If it was least valuable. Paulie? Uh, Eagle skid continues. Skid. In an ugly loss to the Giants. Okay. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something with the Cowboys, with uh, Cowboys winning in, uh, in Miami. How about that, Tom? I like it. All right, thank you. Cowboys will lose 27-23. All right, thank you. Spencer in Minnesota. Hi, Spencer. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Long-time listener, second-time caller. Yeah. 5'10", a fat athletic, 200 pounds. Two things for you guys. I've never seen Fritzy before, but after this latter story, it makes me laugh even more. <laughs> I've always imagined him looking like Danny DeVito, which is maybe slightly cooler now than a month ago with the Tommy DeVito arrow playing out. Yeah. Um. And then some news that never gets tiring. I got an update for you guys uh, about the splash that Cappensburg State made in the transfer portal. Uh, we needed to find someone that made us tougher in the trenches, can muddy up the game, and be a real pain in the ass. We found someone at the tail end of their career and landed graduate transfer, Dr. Colin Probe. All right. Thanks, Spencer. All right. Uh, we have something special <laughs> in the new year that has to do with Crappensburg State. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything. We're working on it, and I think you'll enjoy it. Todd, what'd you learn today? Only in baseball do you have wacky nicknames like Three Fingers Brown or a One-Legged Skippy. Uh, <laughs> Seton, what'd you learn? Co-MVBRGs. Yeah, history was uh, made. Yeah. Uh, Marvin, what'd you learn? Santa comes down the chimney. Yeah. <laughs> Paulie. Fritzy was attacked by an unfurling banner. Heard a little bit. Tis the season for wood-fired flavor. Traeger.com for recipe ideas. Every Traeger grill can smoke, barbecue, roast, bake, and more. Try it. You'll love it. Can't beat Traeger's wood-fired flavor. Thank you to this wonderful audience, this dedicated, loyal audience. We appreciate all your support. Have a great holiday. We'll talk to you soon. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 